Welcome to The Creative Fault, a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists. Get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve, educate, sprouts up your lifestyle, and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way. Welcome to The Creative Fault. Hey, my peoples, thank you for following me and supporting this channel. I think it's so wonderful to have an audience that is listening to whatever it is that I'm saying and not just listening, but also participating into the conversation. Now, I've been creating my podcast for a while and I've been doing that by using this platform called Anchor. Now, I think this might be really great for those that are listening and are creatives themselves and have been thinking about creating their own podcast. So why not pass along the good deed? The great thing about Anchor is that it is free. It is F-R-E-E. It is completely free. You do not have to pay any memberships, no yearly memberships, no monthly memberships, just for free. Anchor is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So that means you can start in your own studio, your own gallery, behind your desk, basically anywhere. It is very, really, really easy to use and very intuitive. So you know basically what to do and how to publish your own content. Now, did I already say that it was for free? Yeah, I think that is really good to mention that. And another great thing is that Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. You don't have to worry about whether you have an Android phone or not, or whether you are working from your desk. You really can start anywhere. I am recording my podcast on my own laptop, so it is really, really easy to use. You can also make money from your podcast and you do not have to have a minimum amount of listeners. So if you're just starting out with three, four listeners, or you already have a full-fledged audience with more than 10,000 or 20,000 listeners, Anchor is the creation tool for you to create your own podcast. It is everything you need to make a podcast at one place. And uh, it is for free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, you can download the free Anchor app from any type of phone or you can go to anchor.fm to get started. I would say start creating, start spreading that good content and I will see you soon on the Anchor platform. Hey you guys, my name is Marilva. And I'm a contemporary artist with her own podcast called In the Studio with MCJ. In my podcast, I will be talking about my art journey, things I find very interesting, maybe a little bit disturbing, but most of all coming from an informative and entertaining perspective. Want to know more about what I do? Follow me on the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, YouTube, and of course, leave behind a comment. That would definitely support this channel and it would let me know what it is that you're thinking about all the episodes that will be shared on this platform. Stay tuned, keep listening and share the content with everyone around you. 
Hey you guys, this is Marilva from MCJ Studio and I have a huge favor that I would like to ask you. Now, you are already part of the MCJ Studio fam and that means that you are already listening to the podcast, you are getting information out of this, you are entertained or maybe you get informed by whatever it is that I have to share with you all. Now, in order for me to keep the quality of this podcast at a certain level or even to extend that, I am asking you to become a sponsor to this podcast. You can sponsor by giving a donation and the donation will be used to grow out this podcast. It's quite simple. Now, the way that you can do that is by going to my bio and there you will find a button next to all the other buttons like following me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You will get another screen and on that screen, you can place the amount that you would like to donate and also choose the method of payment. After that, you basically just come back to the page and listen to all other great content that I have for you. I would really appreciate your donation and your donation will also exclusively be used for this podcast and to grow it out. Looking forward to it. Welcome to the fam and stay tuned for the next podcast. Hey people, welcome back to another episode of In The Studio with MCJ. I'm your host Marilfa and I'm just happy to be back with you all. Now before I start with the episode, you already know the drill. I always ask you, how are you? Is everything going smooth? Are there maybe some things that need your attention? Are you sweeping some things under the rug? And is that rug getting one big lump? Are there maybe things that need your immediate focus but you have been postponing them because you are just too busy or you're not making time for it is your surrounding getting affected by it are your friends telling you hey you need to uh, address this certain matter because we notice certain things happening in your life is your family life being affected by it is your own well-being affected by what's going on Now, the reason why I'm asking this particular question is because of a certain matter that I, that I've remembered from the past. Uh, When I used to take dance classes, I went to this particular dance school that I really liked. It was in Amsterdam. I won't say the name because it doesn't exist anymore, but I also won't say the name because it's not really relevant for the story. It's not relevant for the story that I got to tell. But anyway, the teacher was known to have a lot of things going on. A lot of matters that, you know, people would hear and would talk about. And, you know, it was just bubbling, bubbling with a lot of stories surrounding this particular teacher. And also a lot of stories about the dance school. And I think it was the last class that he was giving because he decided to tell us all that he would close the dance school and that he would look for a more affordable place. But before we could go there, there were some things that he needed to straighten out for himself. So when he said that, I wasn't surprised about the fact that he said it, but I was surprised about the fact that he openly said it. You know, there's a difference between, okay, I'm going to say this. And he just openly said it. It's like he, at that particular moment, had to admit 
that things were not going the way that he wanted to go. He openly had to admit that things were not going really smoothly. So I wasn't really surprised about it because I heard it all around me and I also saw certain things that were really not appropriate or not at place or could have been managed better. You know, they could have been managed better. So when he said it, I was shocked about the fact that he just openly said it because for me, it showed finally you're addressing the matter. Finally, you are hearing what is going on around you. Finally, you are seeing what is going around you, uh, going around you. Um, You're finally noticing that something is not at place. But it took a while for him to get to that point. And I think for him, the fact that he had to close his dance school was the brick that hit his head. And here I'm coming to the essence of why I'm asking the questions that I asked in the beginning. And that is a lot of times when we get to a point where we notice things going wrong, we are surprised when they really are going wrong. Like shit hits the fan and things are just going way left. However, you did get the message. Oh yeah, you did. Don't shake your head that you didn't. Don't do it. You did get the message. Somewhere before it really got bad, it was a little bit bad. And then it became a little bit more bad. And then it became a little bit more bad. And then it became absolute worse. So that point where it was a little bit bad came to you as a whisper. And a whisper becomes a stern voice. And a stern voice becomes a yell. And a yell becomes just a brick against your head. And if that brick is not enough, then the whole wall will fall on top of you. So... I cannot assess from the situation if the wall fell on him or if, whether it was a brick. But afterwards, hearing what was happening, a lot of more things were happening <laughs> in his life and at the dance school. I could definitely see that it was a brick falling, like a brick wall was falling on him. So this is my question to you. When you are starting to notice things that are happening and they are not going so smoothly, you know, they are not at place or it's constantly happening or it's getting worse. Where did you already get the message? Where was the point that you missed the message? Was there someone around you who gave you a hint? Were there certain moments that you got this intuitive feeling that said, You need to address this right now. Do not postpone this. And we all have been in situations like that. We all have been in situations where we just miss the mark and we are like, oh man, I just knew at that particular moment that something was wrong. Why didn't I listen? And that is the question that I'm going to ask you. Do you trust yourself enough? to know when something is just not right do you trust yourself enough to understand that when you get the first message you don't need a second and a third one 
when you get the message that you do not need someone's explanation all the time, in parentheses, to know what the message is about. A lot of times you already know what it is because it gives you a feeling. It gives you a bad vibe or a good vibe. But in this particular case, a bad vibe. So be aware of that. Take notice of it. Don't deny it and do not downplay it. Your intuitive instinct, your intuitive skill, those senses that you have are there for a reason. They are doing their job. And if you're in a place where you're just not inter Hey, so I hope that you all liked that intro and that it gave you some food for thought. Let me know what it is that you're thinking about. You can leave your comments behind. Um, and I would love to hear them, read them, and also share them with other people. I think that we all can learn from our own situations. And even more so when we get to be open and transparent about where we are and share it with others. So in today's episode, I actually wanted to talk about something that um, I really didn't prepare myself for. Y'all know, I'm always sitting here with my notebook and my pen and writing down my thoughts and Normally, I prepare for my episodes so that they run smoothly and I have a clear vision of how I want to structure the episode. But today, I just, I don't know, I just feel like doing something from the top of my dome. You know, just freestyle it a little bit. And the thing that I want to talk about is motivation. Um, And the reason why I want to talk about motivation is because... A lot of times motivation for people, when I talk about motivation to people, when I hear other people talk about motivation and how they use it, how they look at it, what it means to them, what the definition of it is, it is mostly tied to a result, an end goal. I am motivated to do and then fill in the end goal. I'm motivated to be and then fill in the end goal. I'm motivated to share and then fill in the end goal. It's always tied to an end goal. But what if you have the end goal and you don't have the motivation? What do you do then, people? Have you been in a situation like that? Probably so. Because it's very common with artists, very creative people, highly creative people, to come into what is known as a rut, a rough spot, um, getting stuck, getting in a place where you're like, oh man, I gotta get up and do this work. I actually don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. You know, the, those those silent, silent moments with yourself where the thoughts are loud and clear that you do not have the, the, the motivation to do what it is that you do. And... I think in the previous episode, I have talked about the fact that motivation is just one part of the equation. You do have to have your discipline. You do have to have your structure. You do have to have your um, your organization at place. You have to make sure that you are prepared to do the work even when the motivation is not there. Now, I want to challenge myself in that particular vision. 
because that's just the type of person that I am. Like I already said, I'm here to bring perspectives and sometimes those perspectives can be challenged. There is no impediment of what it needs to be or if this is the only way that it can be. I even challenge my own thoughts and I even challenge my own visions. And this is one of the things that I lately also think about and also challenge myself on like, okay, well, you can have discipline and you can have the structure and all the organization in your life, have an agenda, have your set dates of what you want to do, what you need to do, um, block out your time when you are working, block out your time when you're doing your administrative work, block out your time when you do some social media. But what if the motivation is just really a, a big part of what you do? You can be disciplined to do anything that you want to do, but the question that I started to ask myself is, is it motivation also something that is tied to the feeling of having that joy, the feeling of, of being in tune with your work, the feeling of, man, I enjoy what it is that I'm doing right now. Isn't it also tied to that? Isn't that still an important factor of what we do? Because listen, that is the reason why I want to be an artist and why I feel that I'm an artist. I enjoy what it is that I do. I enjoy to develop my art practice and I enjoy to create the things that I'm creating. So that's a challenge for myself that I that I'm now in and a questioning. And I want to take this episode just to freely, just freely think out loud of what it can bring, of what it might change in previous perspectives or support. Maybe I'll come to the conclusion that my that my existing perspective is actually one that still will exist. I won't change it. I won't alter it. Or maybe I'll come to the conclusion that I need to alter it a little bit, that it is just a little bit more nuanced than I think that it is. So let's get into it. So like I already said, I started to think about motivation and the fact that a part of that motivation is tied to the feeling of doing something that results into a desired vision or a desired product, a desired service, um, whatever it is that you are creating, whatever it is that you have your focus on. And I also see it as a certain of joy de vivre, right? It is, it is. The, the, the fun of life that you're bringing into it. It is the fun of doing something that you just absolutely love. And I even want to go as far as saying, I don't think that I always wanted to tie to an end result. I don't think I always want to have my discoveries be something that it needs to be, that it needs to lead something. I strongly get the sense that we are now getting in a point or at a point where people are formalizing a lot of things. And even though it can help you to get to the, you know, you you get the most important points and from there on you can create your own structure, your own framing, your own house, 
establish your own fundament and then build your own house on it to use an analogy i i think it's also going a little bit too far you know the making everything so theoretical making everything everything needs to be analyzed everything needs to be a formula everything needs to be cookie cutter and with art especially the creativity art i really want us to ask ourselves is that something that we want to do with that particular um with that particular discipline that particular talent that feeling do we want to theorize that do we want to make it analytical do we want to formalize that it has certain ingredients and when you use that then you can do what it is that you want to do i don't know i i really don't know i had a very interesting discussion with another artist And um, that was after the last activity of the exposition where we had a panel talk. And we were talking about the fact that that we noticed that there is a certain... I don't know if, if there is a good word for it, but that, there, that, that art is becoming more and more a science than just the freedom of the discipline it's what what it stands for so what is it what we are saying with that the thing that i found so interesting in that conversation that i had with this artist a young lady is that in order for us to understand what art is it needs to have a certain technicality with it it has it has a science to it technicality it has jargon it has certain um, academic t- terms it has um It, it needs to lead to a result for, in order for it to be called art, right? If I take A plus B and um, I, I subtract D and C from it, I need to get a certain answer that is X, Y, X, Y, Z. Becoming a science, becoming mathematics. We need to make it logical. But we all know that there ain't anything logical about art. There is nothing logical about about the way that we are processing what we are observing. We all have our different opinion about that. And that is what we we are expressing. That's what we are sharing with the world. The visions. The things that we want to address. The things that we want people to focus on. Matters. Certain issues that are going on in the world. Um, stories that need to be told, pictures that need to be taken, sculptures that need to be created, and what they stand for. And it's not to say that we don't make sense when I say it's not logical. It's not to say that we make sense. What I mean by that is it is not logical in the sense of that we need to theorize everything, that we need to make everything to a strict science. And therefore, I'm challenging my own perspective. Because looking at having discipline, organization, and structure being part of that process in which I have to basically compartmentalize the the process of how I create art, I am approaching it as a certain science. I am approaching it in a way where I'm creating a formula that will guarantee me to have a certain result. And I believe 
one of the downsides that can be created in this certain situation is that you um, start to lose that part of art that allows you to be the personality that you have that and can use for the art that you create that you lose the je ne sais quoi you lose that magical factor that every artist every creative has in them and makes their art so so different so not logical so at certain moments just irrational because the world is irrational at certain moments matters are irrational at certain moments the way that we look at things can be irrational at certain moments I believe that we can lose that if we go too far into having discipline, structure, and organization being the things that we need to create the art and be an artist and be successful in that. So motivation, it is tied to the feeling. That's my hypothesis. Hypothesis. I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing that well. Hypothesis. I believe that having that feeling tied to your motivation helps you to create that wiggle room of saying, I'm still an artist and I'm still sensitive about my shit. I'm still an artist and I just want to do my thing. I'm still an artist and I know I blocked two hours for sketching, but I'm going to continue another two hours because I'm, I'm, I'm just in the mood. I'm an artist and I know I blocked two hours to make a sculpture, but you know what? I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it. And that's the end result. (laughs) That's it. That's the end result. That's the thing that I'm producing right now. I'm producing nothing. And I'm going to explore why I'm in the nothingness of everything. Remember, put it in the MCJ Studio Dictionary. Nothingness. I'm going to put it in the nothingness and explore why I am so so against creating something right now. And I'm going to explore that. Right? And that is something that you cannot theorize. You cannot you, you cannot make a theory out of that. You cannot make an an, an academics from that, right? You cannot you cannot make a recipe of that. You can't. And that is also one of the reasons why I think for me, I enjoy the fact. And now looking back, I'm so proud of the fact that I did not go to an academic school. Um, and and th- this is not taking away from people that went to an, an art school. This is not taking away from people that went to an academic art school and have invested in themselves to learn more about their techniques to bring depth to their art to be more technical to explore and create discipline for themselves that's absolutely not taking away from those people because i did it the opposite way i had to do it on my own you know i'm a self-taught artist so i did it on my own so i understand that it is part of it so 
please, please understand with all due respect, I'm not taking away from that at all. And I definitely want you to be proud for any investments that you have made for yourself because you have made them for yourself in order for you to create the practice that you have right now. But and however, I'm still going to say that you cannot make a recipe for the motivation because that is the thing that will make the art so different from everything else. You got to be, you know, just from an objective point of view, when you go to those places where it's really about theory, when it comes to the academics, when it comes to the technicality of of doing what you need to do, that you need to be disciplined, that you need to be organized, you have to, you need structure. What happens is that everybody starts to create in the same way. Everybody starts to create in the same way. Everybody creates the same thing. Deviations can be learning points for you to see what it is that you're doing differently. I don't want to say wrong. I deliberately don't say the word wrong. I'm going to deliberately say the word differently and then alter and come closer to what is being seen as correct. But where do you then find yourself as an artist in the work that you do? Where do you find that? Where do you find yourself in the work as an artist that says, this is you, this is person Um, Jane Doe and the reason why her art is so exquisite is because she is motivated to show us X, Y, and Z and here you have it the motivation, the stimulants the feeling the observation right y'all see already what I'm going towards I think I'm doing a pretty good job doing the things on the, uh, you know, from the top of my dome just freestyling here in this episode. <laughs> um, so I hope that you you are following me right now um, on how I'm challenging my own perspective and also how I'm challenging you all. And especially when it comes to, you know, I don't know if there are any students listening to this episode. I don't know if there are any, you know, um, uh, disciples in a certain art group or in an art school and y'all learning a lot of things. I definitely want you to 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 look at that particular factor because that is the thing that's going to make you stand out that is the thing that's going to make you stand out that is the thing that is going to is where you at least can be proud of for the simple fact that it is something that you and you alone can produce um I found that just a really important, important thing to think about. And the more that I'm starting to think about it, the more I start to realize that I might have to alter my own perspective just a little. I might have to, you know, just, just to tweak it a little bit, just a little bit. I still have to remember myself that the motivation is just as an important part as the discipline, the structure an organization that I want to bring and bring into what I do. Um, You know, the mere fact that I'm sitting here with you all and talking about this and me creating a podcast every Thursday, or at least I try to every Thursday, 
yes, it shows the organization. Yes, it shows the structure. Yes, it shows the, d- the discipline. But what I definitely want for you to get out of this is that it wouldn't work for me if I was not motivated to show you something, some perspectives and visions that are are, are, are visible in, in our field. Or else this would be one dry ass boring type of episode and, and podcast and I would really stop doing this because it wouldn't it, it wouldn't make sense for me to do this it wouldn't make sense for me to continue even in my own art practice I also noticed that if I do not feel it like really really not feel it I don't want to force myself to create something and based on the fact that I need to do something for that day right I do want to allow myself to have that freedom. Um, And I consider that to be a privilege. I consider my motivation that is connected to how I look at things and what I want to show and what I want to share with everyone. I consider to have, I really consider that to be a privilege. I almost cannot speak about it. Damn, I start to stutter and everything. I really consider that to be a privilege to have that because I can honestly tell you from stories that I've heard from peers that used to be at art school or are still at art school they do not have that privilege because of the environment that they're in and does it motivate them to be who they can be as artists because of the fact that they are learning about you know the great artists or creatives that have been here before us but it's not diverse enough there's not enough diversity there are not enough people of color there are not people enough people from different walks of life you know there are not certain matters being addressed in in today's world um a lot of the theory that we are getting not to say that it's not correct it is correct precise techniques that can be taught about art But where do we see different interjections of things that are now changing or have changed right now in the world? Is the art world just this big machine that is spitting out, you know, this this one particular type of artist or is art school really going along with 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 society is it going along with the demands of, of of its pupils is it going along with what we as artists want and it doesn't stop there i'm now taking art school as an example but look at your own art practice are you now going along with what you think that is right the end result what is expected of you or do you dare yourself to use your own motivation to see what it can spark and and what you now maybe are drawn to it it can change i mean people don't stay the same forever so your art is also going to change your art is not going to stay the same forever there will be some different subjects that you might do you might become a lot more technical a lot more better or maybe a lot more looser and more playful or more animated it can happen Nobody stays the same. And that 
motivation then is that privilege that we all have to make use of so that we have that stimulants to create something for us, by us, and also share it with other people so that they can enjoy it as well. So I'm definitely challenging my own perspective in that. I'm definitely challenging my own um, way of thinking into that. I also don't believe, for instance, that, now that I think of it, that every personality fits in that certain formula, right? You can beat it in yourself. You can force yourself to do it. But eventually, if you get sick and tired of it, you will not do it anymore. So it also deals with the personality that we have. And when you formalize things, you bake things to a recipe. It has to look a certain way. It has to be a certain way. You know, Where do we leave room for those beautiful personalities that we see around us? Where do we leave room for the next generation or the generation already here? We talk a lot about the next generation, but let me, be, let me tell you something right now. Um, I'm 37 years old. I started when I was 30. Okay, so I was not the next generation. I was not the the next young artist. Well, I'm still young. Golly, I'm still young. But y'all know what I mean. I'm I'm not fresh from high school, going into college or going to uni. You know, that's what I mean. That's the context that I'm using. Is, Is that what we want to give them? Don't don't use your personality don't explore yourself don't explore your own identity and create your structure your organization with that because you're going to have you're going to need it i don't care what people have to say i don't care how much i'm challenging my own perspective you're going to need it you're going to need your organization and structure and do we allow people at the same time to have that that their personality be motivated to look beyond themselves, be motivated to look within themselves, at others, at other way of doing art, being creative. What does it actually mean? Because it's not the same what it used to be 50 years ago, right? But sometimes I do have the feeling that people want to, you know, the the, the, the artists that we see right now, um, let me say it differently. The ones that stand out defy what is known as the, 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 the status quo. They defy it. They are not going along with it. They are motivated to do something else. They are motivated to create something else. Right? Right? It's great to have that network. It's great to have that discipline. It's great to have that structure. But they were motivated to do something else. So those are the ones that will stand out. Those are the ones that that, that will show work and not tie themselves to the end result because they understand that, hey, there are people that are going to like it. There are people that are going to love it. And I might not even completely like it, but I'm creating this because... This needs to be addressed. This needs to be seen. This needs to be heard. This needs to be talked about. This needs to be shared. So they even motivated to challenge themselves. 
yeah so here's the thing now that we or actually another thing another part of of this perspective and that is due to formalizing everything and being very analytical and very theorizing everything that it is that we're doing even the arts even the way that we create art you also see it back in social media you know you also see it back in the type of content that is being created you also see it back in we what what the demand of people is you know fast quick um entertain us make it cute make it beautiful make us ooh ah make us be in awe right this the, the demand for that and before i go to the end of this episode because we are almost at the end of it i want to challenge you with the next perspective that you challenge yourself to be motivated to create art to be motivated to be the best creator you can be and to do something that ignites your fire and might spark a fire in someone else that also means that you are okay it doesn't feel i'm not saying that it doesn't feel that it's not going to sting it's not going to feel all too well but that you are okay with the fact that people are not going to like what it is that you create no matter how much discipline hours and structure and organization you have put into it there are people that are not going to like it i want to challenge you to create that for the people that are just looking for a little bit more right give a little bit more don't come with the standard the standard is easy the standard can be duplicated the standard can be used umpteenth times the standard allows you to have a big mass but the downside of the standard is is that their attention span is really short if there's something else that looks better feels better sounds better they will move and you have to come up with another formula if you alter your formula um boredom can set in you will not be motivated to create because it also starts to have an effect on your own creativity source and you're going to ask yourself for how long am i going to do this right so yeah i i know that there are some artists that might be listening to me to be like marilfa listen uh the formula works for me and i pay you know i, I have a large audience and I, and i'm getting my money from it by all means do it and I'm going to ask the, art, the the artists that are like I don't know about that to 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 question that question it cuz you now have that spark um you have that shinesequa that says 
I want to be explored. I want you to be motivated, to be creative enough to produce something that is not going to be the standard. And there are going to people. There are going to be people there are, are are going to be like, I don't like it. What is this? No. And you have to be okay with it. You have to be absolutely okay with it, because this is your motivation. You won't find it in academics. You won't find it in art school. You will find this in yourself. So how are we going to end this episode? Or how am I going to end this episode? Well, the way that I'm going to end this episode is by saying the following. I still stand by my first perspective where structure, discipline, and organization are pillars of any practice, of any person's life. And that without motivation, your creative source will die fast. Your creative source will be one that will, yeah, I'm just going to say it. And, and here's, here, here's my, here is my consequence of not being liked. Um, if you want to be mediocre, uh, yeah, do that. Do only discipline, do only structure and do only organization and use a formula. Then be, the me- then be mediocre. I know I'm going to have some people saying, what? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to accept that. <laughs> this is my moment that people are going to say, what? I don't like it. No, but be willing then to be mediocre. Be willing to be having an audience that is impressed with the least. And I do want to go for an audience that is impressed with the most. That says, what? You think that this is the most? Nah, baby, that's the least. I want you to give more. And it can take some time to get comfortable at that particular spot. At that place. But understand this, when you're at a place where you are motivated and you are open in sharing what motivates you and stimulates you to create the work that you have, you have a world that is so different from other people. Nobody can duplicate that. Nobody can duplicate that. They will, of course, try, but nobody can duplicate it because you are the only one that has that. You're the only one that has that. And it's a lethal combination. Motivation, stimulants, organization, structure, and discipline. Oh man, that's lethal. That's a lethal combination. And nobody can really touch that. They will always start to question, how does he or she do that? And they don't even know that part of it is just a standard formula and that one part motivation has everything to do with who you are. Hey people, thank you so much for supporting today's episode by joining into this chat. I really appreciate the fact that you are taking your time out of your schedule to be part of this 
Really, really appreciate it. Now, you can support this podcast in three ways. First of all, you can be a subscriber and an active listener by leaving behind your comments and your suggestions on this platform. I really would appreciate to see what it is that you all are thinking. And of course, you can also leave a voice message. Now, those are really dope. I would love to hear them. The second thing that you can do is that you can go to any of my other social media platforms. They can be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Be a subscriber and support MCJ Studio. Now, the third way that you can support this channel is by giving a donation. In each episode on this podcast, there is a link that refers to the donation page of MCJ Studio. There you can leave some coins, some bills, and those will be used for the further expansion and growth of the podcast. As of now, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week.